Twain. Shoots. No, he couldn't get it off. Now fires it up. Bank it in. It counts. It counts. The Heat win the game. Final seconds. Bryant for the win. So Father Olsen off the line of scrimmage. Newton is chased. Got away from Ninkovic. Dancing. Gets away from Chandler Jones. Setting up space. There goes Cam. Add to the highlight reel that one. Welcome to the Black and Blue Bloodline. My name is Duke, and joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Fat Man Trey. What's up, Trey? What's up? All right, you know, you know, we got us. There's a lot to talk about. There's a big trades that happened last Thursday, but before we get into any of that, we got to talk about this Super Bowl. Unfortunately, Joe Shiesty ain't come home with one, but I gotta do. Yeah, I gotta give props to the Rams, and I am happy for Aaron Donald when he started holding his hand up and pointing at his ring. I was like, you deserve it. He definitely deserves it. I ain't, I've never seen a player get bullied for three straight quarters and then completely take the game over in the last quarter of the game. And, like, and the Beagles make the biggest mistake that you could ever make. You put your foot on a Tiger's neck, never let up. You never let up because the second you do, you get, you're going to regret it. They, I think he just they couldn't help it. Uh, the second half, Aaron Donald, just, he shut down the whole – the whole D line, they uh, they basically changed the outlook of the game. Yeah. Honestly, I'm I'm mad about I'm mad that Aaron Donald didn't win the Super Bowl MVP because he just he definitely deserved it. Yeah, he like, deserved it. Again, I don't want to take anything away from what Cooper Cup did because Cooper Cup was amazing. Yeah. But Aaron Donald, I mean, three sacks. He had two back to back. I mean, four tackles. Yeah, you, you, he should have got it. He I, got I, it. I, I mean, like, who, 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 what's the record for most sacks by one player in the game? Like, I'm, I'm sure, around three or four is the record, at least in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Because getting one sack is already hard enough. Dude got three and won the game off of one off yeah. of a sack. That last one should have been a sack too. Even though, even though Joe Burrow threw that ball, I think it should have been counted as a sack because he knew he wasn't gonna complete that pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was a great game. That's the best Super Bowl I've seen in a while. Yeah. It's the best one I've seen since the, what, the Eagles and Patriots. Yeah. Yeah, that was the – I'll say, yeah, that's the last one that's been good. Mm-hmm. And I, I know you've been seeing them Eli Apple memes. Yeah. Those, yeah. those are hilarious. The, my favorite one is when they were, uh, had the apple cooking in the pot. Yeah, <laughs> that was <laughs> easy, but so disrespectful. <laughs> and then on top of that, you got NFL players on Twitter tweeting about them. Like, how how do you get that hated throughout the league? And what about the halftime show? That was one of the best halftime shows I've ever seen in my life. Um, I don't know. Do you think that tops? What Bruno Mars and Beyonce did in 2015? Uh, 
it's hard for me to say because I, I thought they did a really good job. I mean, it was a good performance by Bruno and, and Beyonce, but but I but this weekend was a good. This was a good show. It was. It was. We had a, a whole bunch of um, surprises. Basically, you know, Fifty came. We weren't expecting Fifty to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a good performance. Good performances all out. Yeah. Everybody that was there, and and Mary J. Blige was there. You know, everybody was doing their thing. I think she might have. Well, no. I was about to say she might have been the best part, but nah, Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dr. Dre. Yeah, Snoop. They were amazing. Yeah. I mean, you got anything else about the Super Bowl? Uh, nah, nothing. That, Aaron Donald, he solidified his uh, his spot as the number one defensive player in history. Mm. That's tough. Who, who, who? I, I mean, he's... I ain't gonna say which person I think is the best, but putting him past Lawrence Taylor, I mean. Okay. We'll go Lawrence Taylor 1A and 1B. I think you're just saying Aaron Donald right now is because of just recency bias. No. Look at his, look at his run. Eight years, all pro. That's every year he's been in the league. Like, and he he's been he should have been really been that one MVP by now. Well, it's hard for uh, defensive players, or it, it's hard for anybody not playing the quarterback position to get an MVP. So. Just think about just think about how dominant Larry Bird. Y'all seen him? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I apologize about that. <laughs> but um, I don't know if I'm going to say he's the greatest defensive player ever, but I can say right now he is the greatest defensive player in the league at the moment. And he, you, I, you can, there's an argument could say that he's the greatest defensive tackle ever. You go defensive lineman ever. I would say he's. Yeah, I, I, I ain't gonna say. I ain't gonna say. I take that back. I'm not gonna say he's. He uh he's up there with Lawrence Taylor. He's probably he's he's like I said one A one B. Uh, he you just gotta think think how dominant he is. Oh, you are all pro. I don't know if y'all can hear that, but <laughs> people outside playing loud music. So if you can, I'm sorry about that. But every year, if you've been in the All Pro, every year you've been in the league, that just shows you how dominant it is. He was what he was three defensive player of the year. I thought it was just two. I'm pretty sure it was three. Let me see. But yeah, he won uh, three defensive players of the year. So, how many? Uh, 
How many did Lawrence Taylor win? Lawrence Taylor. So he's won it. He's also won it three times. So, yeah. And he done won it in three and eight years. I'll give, I'll give it to Aaron Donald. If he's able to surpass Lawrence Taylor's sack record, or not record, but sack total by the end of, by the end of his career. What's his sack total? One forty two and a half. Aaron Donald is currently at ninety eight. It should be at ninety nine. They don't count uh, playoff sacks. I know. Let's uh, get to the uh, big trade in the NBA that happened on Thursday before the trade deadline. Um, the Brooklyn Nets and the 76ers had a, a an astronomical trade sending uh, Ben Simmons, Seth Curry, and Andre, Andre Drummond to the Nets for James Harden. How do you, how do you feel about that trade? Uh, I feel like both sides were. Oh. Uh, I'm confused. Name them names again. Uh, ben Simmons, Seth Curry, and Andre. Oh, Young. you say Seth? What? Yeah, his brother. Yeah. Seth Curry. Not Steph. Not brother. Steph. Because I was gonna say, go State don't lost their motherfucking mind. I don't think they that stupid. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Um, I think both both sides were. Oh. Uh, To me, it makes James James Harden joining the Seventy Sixers gives them makes them a real contender this year. Because basically, you been have you don't have been you don't have been all season, so you ain't you ain't been you ain't really missing nothing by adding James Harden. You just only thing you missing is self, and that he a Curry, so you know that's that's you missing shooting. Yeah. Um. And then you gave the only thing I didn't like about the, the trade is you gave them Andre Drummond, which you gave you you helped them with the front with their front line, um, cause they was they was white in the center position, which I I never wish I wish the Lakers never let Andre walk, you should have kept him. Um, but yeah, but I like it for both sides, like I said, cause Ben Ben can give. He can give. He can be that Draymond Green for for Kyrie and uh, KD. Yeah, I I think it's an all right trade. Um, with the Sixers, it's like I feel like getting a James Harden, who what he's what thirty five or thirty six now. Oh, James Harden ain't that old. How old is he? James Harden. I think James Harden might be like thirty. Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Yeah, James Harden. Well, yeah, he's thirty-two now. Now, I guess in NBA terms, that might not be that old, but he is an older player, and he's been in the league for a while now. He's definitely not the same James Harden he was like five years ago when he was with the Rockets. So I feel like this is a win now situation for the Sixers, which I don't think Joel Embiid needs to be in a win now. I mean, of course he he should definitely want to win now, but. I don't. I feel like if they don't win this year, 
they're probably not going to be able to get get them one next year or any year after that unless they really build that team up. And right now, I feel like they're in a win-now situation, and if you can't win now, then they might have to get rid of Joel Embiid. Nah, that's not going to happen. That, see, where, uh, they don't have to win it. They, they got a possibility to win it this, this year. But they're not, uh, I'm not they're not, uh, they're not going to be in like a year or so. They're not going to be out of it where they ain't, it's not a possibility they can win. Because the thing is, is you got Joel Embiid right now, which is, is the leading, leading for MVP right now. And he deserves you, it. You give it, you give James Harden, you let James Harden, uh, you add him to the rest of them. They can be as dominant as Kobe and Shaq was. I mean, but those two, they'll be great, but you also got to think about the rest of that team, though. Like, you can't just beat them, too. The rest of the team also is going to have to help out to some degree. They have they have three young players, I mean, two young players that, that's in their rookie year in a, in a rookie, on rookie contracts. That's, that's pretty good. One, one is already the leader, uh, number one in, uh, in defensive player right now. Matisse, Matisse Thibel mm-hmm. is number one defensive player right now. So, I don't think that, I don't think, um, me, I don't think, me personally, I don't think that, that the window, that I think the window right now, is, for them right now, is wide open for like the next five years. Next mm-hmm. three, four, three, I'd say next Three to four, two to three years. Maybe I think it's a little. I feel, I feel like the window is a little closer than that. But with the Nets, though. Uh, one, more, one more thing, right quick. They because the thing thing with Philly is they got their um. Yeah, even though because even though James Harden is thirty two, he still got uh, he's a scorer. Look, Melo, look at Melo in the league. Melo, what thirty six? I mean, yeah, about thirty six, thirty seven, and he shooting like he shoot lights out. A scorer. Carmelo Anthony. Yeah. See, you about to look and see how old that nigga is. Yeah. He older than that, baby. Nah, Carmelo like 36. Like 36, 37. Yeah, he 37. So, because this thing, that's five years. You can't, you can't teach going. And then just think about how, how James Harden manipulate calls all the time. So, I mean, I just think that, that I think that 76 is, uh, not, not that I'm counting out Brooklyn, because like I said, Ben can really, can make it, can be the Draymond to uh, the Nets. I'm not so sure about Brooklyn either, though. And mainly because of Kyrie. 
Yeah. I, mean, I understand his vaccination situation. I don't really care too much about it. But at the same time, your team does need you. And I keep hearing, like, what if he, what if they get into the playoffs and they get into the situation where Game Seven is at home and he can't play and they really need him that night? What then? Hey man, and that's you gotta the, chop it up. You gotta chop it up. But that's a, and that's what I'm saying. That's my, I think that's gonna be the problem for the Nets is like. But uh, just think about this. Even though if. Even then, hypothetically, that was to happen. You got Seth. You got Patty Mills. You got uh, possibly Joe Harris. We don't know if he's coming back or not. But of all, you got KD on your team. Who can't stay healthy. Yeah, but he's he just been KD is the years. number one scorer in the league. KD ain't been healthy in three years. Okay, he he did come back off a of, off a of, uh, Achilles, mm-hmm. and, and it takes a while for you to get that uh, take, for you to even get. But yeah. that's it though. You got an older KD who ain't too healthy, a Kyrie who can only play half your games, but and he, a, and another really good player in Ben Simmons who is only good at defense, can't shoot the basket, can't shoot the ball to save his life. But see, with when you when when you get, when you when you on a team, everybody's carrying the load. So it's not like all this is on KD, all this is on uh, Ben Simmons, all but this is on. They're the big three other team, and that's and they have too many inconsistencies with those three. Those are your three leaders. But you but you speaking hypothetically. You know, Ben. No, Simmons, not, they are their three leaders. That's what like right now they are their three leaders. KD is injured right now. Kyrie only plays half the games. And once again, Big Simmons is not good on the offensive side of, of the ball. That's a lot of inconsistencies. Oh. I mean, I get what you're saying about leaders, but leaders don't have to be, be your best players on your team. Then who, who who's so when you when it comes down to the lat to the final moments of the game and you need somebody to make a play, you need your best player to make your play. And you need to score the basket. Well, you can't rely on Ben Simmons. If you're in a home game, you can't rely on Kyrie because he ain't allowed to play. And KD, I mean, you just never know if he's going to be on the court or not. But they, but they already they dropped the mask mandate in New York already. So they is going to be soon. It's going to be they're not going to be mandate man, mandating the vaccination. But that's soon though. There's still a lot of inconsistencies with that. But you don't. But you don't know that for the sure. Ma- the mask mandate has been dropped and brought back multiple times, just about everywhere. So there's a lot of inconsistencies right there. I mean, I get what you're saying, but still, we are we speaking hypothetically with everything. You, I, they can, it can be. I, you ain't seen Ben play. You ain't heard Ben talk or play since uh, the semifinals of last year. So. Yeah, but off of what I've seen, he can't shoot. So we don't know what we're getting right now. That's it's an not inconsistency. That he can't shoot; it's he won't shoot. He won't shoot because he was scared to shoot because he couldn't shoot. That's not true. If you if you go watch if you watch Ben Simmons playing the pickup games, if you watch Ben Simmons before he came to the NBA, he was shooting threes and everything. So it's not that but, he's scared. Is you don't want to, 
why why do why do something that you're not comfortable with? But when your team needed that, you didn't do it. Like in the Sixers, they needed him to do something like that so they could win the game. He didn't do it. Okay, so, so if you, okay, you're getting in in inconsistency. Like you just had, when Ben Simmons come back, you have no no idea what you're getting. When KD come back, like you said, he came off an Achilles uh, tear. You have no idea what you're gonna be getting. Oh, and Kyrie is ain't gonna be on the court, but half the time. So it's like it's just a, a whole lot of inconsistency. Like I'm not saying that the Nets can't be a good team. I'm they, they are a good team. You just I just don't have no faith that they are a, a championship contender right now because there's a whole lot of inconsistencies. Okay, I give you. I take that. I take that. I mean, I just, I still think both sides won the trade. I don't think it was a bad trade, really. I mean, yeah. it's not, I don't think it was a great trade, but, I mean, it, I feel like both, it helped both teams. Really, if, I, if anything, they should have sent Ben Simmons to the Lakers for Westbrook. I can, you know, I'm, to, to I'm not really an advocate for Ben Simmons either, but getting Westbrook out of L.A., that's just, it doesn't matter what you get back. That's just a good idea regardless. Yeah. yeah. I'm tired of, I'm tired of Westbrook. I'm a Lakers fan. I love everybody else. I mean, I love Russ. He just yeah. don't fit with LeBron. I, I was trying to say it from during offseason. Russ, Westbrook, Russell Westbrook is... Is not the type of player that can fit in there. Mm-hmm. If he ain't leading his whole, if he he's a ball hog, so if he ain't leading his team, being the one trying to do everything, it ain't gonna work out with him. And I, I really hate to see great players go uh, retire without a ring. And I feel like he's gonna be one of those great players that's gonna retire without a ring. Mm. Russ. Mm. Where where can? Like he's been pretty much everywhere in the league now. Where can he go to get himself a ring? No, uh, he gonna. I mean, you're right. He gonna be one of the best to never get it. Uh, cause he got what he averaged a triple double for four years. Yeah. Ain't never been done. As he did the first two. Yeah, I mean that's what we expected from him. But now he's he's adding turnovers to his triple double. You know, I, I I don't really pay that much attention to the Lakers, but I keep hearing that Russ can't shoot anymore, and you know, and I keep hearing that he also needs to start driving to the trying to drive to the basket more. He drives. I want to know why he, he doesn't, the why he won't listen. He drives, but he just wants to. Russ is looking for the he he's I don't know his mind be going faster than his than his <laughs> body be going, cause he be thinking he. He be thinking he going, he be going, he be going to the basket. He see somebody right there. He he think oh they gonna be right here. And body don't get to, get the memo to pass the ball there, and he the ball ends up going out of bounds or something. You know, and, but I like I said, Russ is a good player. I feel like he should, he need to go somewhere where he can just be by himself. I mean, not even be by himself, but he's the man. He can do his own thing. Like when he. Just thinking about how he was with OKC. That's what I think he need to be. He's trying to do this co-star thing. That ain't him. It's not. 
Like I said, no no shade to Brody. I feel like he just need to go somewhere over. Or maybe the Lakers just should just make him come off the bench. No, I don't even think that's good. That's good for him. The, the, at this point, the uh, the relationship is sour. Yeah. At this point, it's a sour. We're not. Well, they're stuck with that contract unless they trade him. So. I mean, you can you can trade them to somebody and get they buy them out. So. Yeah. I forget um, that uh, the NBA worked like that. Huh? I forget the NBA worked like that. Yeah, you know. The NFL should probably allow that to happen too, but no, no, because then we just get super teams and football would be boring. No. Cause the thing is, is football is the only team, only sport that you got that you codependent that you codependent on everybody on the field. Yeah, but if you have a, imagine a team full of Aaron Donalds, Fletcher Cox, uh, 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 Von Miller, with uh, what T.J. Watt, and then you got at linebacker Bobby Wagner. But um, everybody can't like, play for the same team. But that's what I'm saying. Like if you imagine if you. Like, imagine in the NFL, they were able to build a super team like that. Football would be boring because everybody, all the good players was like, oh, I'm just going to ring chase. Go get me a ring with them real quick. Well, they did. That's what the Patriots did for how many years? Patriots ain't. Patriots was never a super team. They had good teams, but I don't never, I ain't never seen them with super teams. They had Randy Moss. Okay. And, and, and uh, what's his name? At the same time. And, Randy and, Moss and... And Tom Brady at the same time. Okay. You got and they had you, you had a Big had, Ben and an A B together one time. You had a, a Larry Fitzgerald <laughs> with a so didn't he play with Kurt Warner? Who? Kurt is that who am I thinking yeah, right Kurt, person? Yeah. yeah, you had a Larry Fitzgerald and Kurt Warner, that's great, but it's not a super team. A super team is a team pretty much majority of the team is a whole bunch like the Warriors, they had six all stars. Yeah. That's, that's a, it's a super team yeah, for for basketball. That's a super team because the uh, how many players only there's only what yeah, like 14, 15 like players. Seven, yeah, but you only go seven down your bench. So, but in the NFL, like imagine if you got you got eleven starters on offense, and then six of those six or seven of those guys are Pro Bowlers. That's well, a, that's, that's possible. That's possible. Um, okay, let me rephrase. All right, um, six or seven of those guys are pretty much guys that you're going to consider to be the greatest of all time. And then on the defensive side, you also got four more guys like that. That's a super team. I don't want to see that because then you'd be like, well, they're well, going to win every week. They're going to go undefeated, and it's going to keep happening like that every year, and it's boring. Saying, that, that's, it, even though, even though you, your, your logic is, is what you're saying, <laughs> but it's not it, – it, what, what your logic is not adding up is to – my logic is logically that's not gonna work. Even if you, no matter what, no matter if you got a super team, you stack your deck. Football is any given Sunday. That's you got that's true. you 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 can depend it on everybody. That's the only. This is the only uh, football is the only sport you depended on somebody every play. But if you have a whole bunch, if you have a team full of guys like that, don't you think they're gonna go out and do their job? But then, but. Who who said even though you even though they got the the deck stack they got all these pro bowlers all these all pro players perfect example we, when we went to I had to bring up when we went to the Super Bowl which one uh with Cam okay twenty fifteen 
We had a number one offense. I mean, number one defense. No, they, we were number three. We had the number one offense. I mean, yeah, number one offense, excuse me. They had the number one defense. It was no, it was one versus one. And what? But, I mean, but neither. I'm talking about super teams, though. I'm where saying. Where you have a, like, in, like, when the, with the Warriors, where you had a team that was obviously way better than, than the Cavs. Because all they had was LeBron and uh, Kevin Love and Kyrie, where they had Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, uh, what, I- Iguodala. Like, I mean, listen, that's, I understand what you're saying. I'm just but saying, if we see seem, that in NFL, it just, that just makes the game boring. But it I, went, I don't, like, don't want to see anything like that. Even if you, you know what I'm saying, even if you stack the team, like I'm saying, it wouldn't work in the NFL. I mean, it. I'm not gonna say it'll go exactly like the it did with the Warriors, because uh, like you said, football is any given Sunday. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, you put up a team together like that, they're more than likely going to go out there, do their job, give a hundred percent effort every single time, and they're more than likely going to win easily majority let's, of the time. Let's put it like this: when you play Madden, even you can have you can, no matter who the players are on the other side of the team, no matter. Uh, what the play, what your players, who your players is? At some point, your players come wide open, right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It don't matter. It don't matter the 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 stature of the player or who's in that moment. Like everybody say that Von Miller is done, but we seen him. He did one play in the. He had one play in the. Really, that I seen. I mean, he was working, but he had one play that I met, I really remember from the Super Bowl. So what I'm saying is just it's any it, I you already said you acknowledge that it's any given Sunday, but I just feel like the super team wouldn't work in the NFL. Even if you you basically and be honest, that's how the owners of the teams think too. Because you don't see them going out and say, "Oh, I'm gonna give this person, this person, this person money." No, it'd be sprinkled all around and getting somebody. Oh nah, I ain't gonna go get this running back. I ain't gonna go get Derrick Henry and uh, Aaron Rodgers because I can go find somebody that can do it better or do it at the same price as uh, Derrick Henry can do it. Mm-hmm. They so it was because the NFL. If you look at it, their um, the way their mantra is is you know plug plug pin and plug pin and plug. I mean, I don't think it would ever happen in the NFL, but I'm just saying if it did, I feel like it would go that way. I mean, I'm, only way it wouldn't go that way is if they just had a Matt Rule as their coach. <laughs> yeah, true, but I don't think it would work either way because it just... You don't think Bill Belichick would be able to handle all of that and put together the perfect team in order to win a easily win a ring for no. like six, seven years in a row? No. You don't think no. it? I like Bill. Don't get me wrong. Bill With is a Bill that is many a great players. Mind, great football. That mind. many great players. You don't think he'd be able to no. make sure make sure his team stay on top with that many great players? It'd be just like look. Let's put it like this. How look? How how long was the pay? I mean, yeah. How long was the Patriots good when they had all them good players too? They was good though. But look, but they still went and had to cheat. First of all, I already said the so, Patriots was never a super. I've never seen the pay. I've never seen a super team in the NFL before. Yeah, I'm just saying. 
I'm saying I was just saying with multiple pro ballers, pro bowlers and stuff. You see plenty of teams with multiple pro bowlers though. Yeah, but I'm just saying it wouldn't work even if he was like, oh, I'm gonna stack, I'm gonna get this many, I'm gonna get him to be my cornerback, him to be my cornerback, him to be my. But my. I'm not talking about just because a lot of players that get in the Pro Bowl aren't like like this year. Kirk Cousins made it to the Pro Bowl. He's gonna be counted as a Pro Bowler for this year, but you're not considering Kirk Cousins as one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever do it. No. What I'm saying is like I you're putting together a team full of people that's some of the greatest to ever do it. They're, they. I won't give Kirk a, a pass until he wins the Super Bowl because Kirk Cousins, I don't care if Kirk Cousins won the Super Bowl or not. He ain't never getting the pass. He's just like I'm he, saying, he, that's the only way he, I, I acknowledge him because he, he, Kirk Cousins, last time I remember him, I mean the, the last memorable thing I would remember is he got a fully contra, fully guaranteed Eighty-seven million dollar contract. Then turned around and signed another hundred million dollar guaranteed contract, fully guaranteed. He ain't even worth that. If he ever won a Super Bowl, he'll be in the same boat as Joe Flacco. You won a Super Bowl, but you were still trash at your position. Whoa, whoa, we stopped that. I ain't never liked Joe Flacco. Joe, smoking Joe was could throw that ball now. Joe Flacco can throw the ball. He got a big at arm, one po- at one point but he wasn't a really good quarterback. Huh? Yeah, I said he got a big arm, but he wasn't—he just wasn't really good. Nah, see you, see you caught him at the end of his career. Joe Flacco was good. I, I watched him win a Super Bowl. I hated it, but I watched it. That's what I'm saying. Joe, Joe had he Joe. I mean, I'm not saying Joe played well enough. To, to toss his name in the Hall of Fame unless he win him another Super Bowl which I doubt is going to happen with the Jets. I don't care if he won another Super Bowl. He still ain't getting to the Hall of Fame. What? He ain't had no Hall of Fame career. Man, at one point in time, Joe had was the best quarterback in... Uh, was he ever voted MVP? Yep. When? He, Joe Flacco got voted MVP? Yep. They, these people crazy. But the, he did get voted by his peers and the peers, they more than like, I guess... NFL players know more than me, so. I don't think so. I don't think Joe got. A, I don't think Joe got an MVP. No, so you 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 was just saying. I just I was just jacking you. <laughs> I was just swagging jacking you real quick. But since we back on the football topic, well we yeah, well we were talking about it for a while anyway. But whatever. Um, let's talk about the Panthers real quick. Uh, now that the season is over. Um, are there any uh, big names in the draft that you're looking at? Mm. I like the guy from Notre Dame. Uh, oh yeah, that you told me about that safety. Yeah, I like him. I I really like him, but also I'm willing to trade back in the draft just a couple spots, not too far back. See. Just a couple of spots. I'm really I'm willing to do that because I don't really see, besides the safeties, I don't see anybody that really, like. I'm annoyed with our with our draft right now, or at least the way they they handled last year's draft and all the draft picks that we had coming into this year, because we have no second or third round pick, and. This is a team that really needs a lot of players right now. Like, I, I want us to rebuild this offensive line. Like, 
I know, and I know most teams, it doesn't. It's not going to be easy to just build the offensive line first and then go get your quarterback. But at least get one or two pieces, at least one really good piece, and another piece that's at least able to hold his own. Like, like we got Pat Eflon. I don't think he's some great center, but I think he he's better than what we what we've had recently. So I'm like I'd be fine if he stayed at uh, center and we kept Brady Christensen at left tackle. Let's see what we can do with him and get. Deontay Brown, he was when they put him in, finally put him in, he was playing pretty good. Let him play at either left guard or right guard or just rotate him. And then we draft a guy, even if it's not in the first round, we just draft we draft a couple guys on the O-line to help protect the quarterback and then get a quarterback next year. But I don't I don't think trading back would be a good idea. What they need to do is figure out a way to get a second and third round pick. Only way I'll be okay with trading back is if they have to do that to get a second and third round pick. Because you can still find some good players in the second and third round. And all we have are first round picks and fourth round picks and uh, everything else after that. And I still think we might be out of uh, the seventh or sixth round. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, because we gave up. We got like six. And we just gave the gave another pick to the Jets for Sam Donald. Yeah, so we had mm-hmm. to. So. I, I think what we should do is I, if – with our first pick, I think we should dra- uh, sign, uh, draft Evan Neal. Oh, he's an offensive tackle from Alabama. I really like he got. I like the way he uses his hands. He got quick hands, quick feet, and he's a little aggressive. Now he does have a bit of a problem in the run game, but I'm sure there's something they can clean up. But. Uh, but if they don't, if they if they don't decide to go for uh, an offensive tackle or an offensive lineman, period, I say go interior defensive line, or at, well either somewhere on the defensive line because we still need help in the run game on the defensive line, and if not that, then get a linebacker because we desperately need a linebacker. Yeah, we definitely need that. Like I like Shaq, he played really well last season, but he can't do it by himself. He's not. He's not a Luke Kuechly or a Thomas Davis. He's not going to be able to show up and show out the same way they did. So they, we need to get some help at linebacker. Yeah, last, uh, last um, mock draft I was looking at, they had us get, you know, linebacker from Alabama. I mean, from uh, Georgia. Uh, I can't think of his name. Was it the guy I was looking uh, at you about the other day? Uh, Nakobe Dean? Is number seventeen. He he the inside linebacker. I can't say. I can't say. What Nakobe Dean? But I I like Nakobe Dean or who was that the linebacker you was talking about? Or were you talking about somebody else? Yeah, that, mm-hmm. I think that's the one I was talking about. Um, and then they had a, they said that some basically um, they was thinking that the do the they D lineman might we they was thinking about us taking that D lineman as well the ninety um, nine you know his name I don't know uh, oh it's not I didn't even know he was pro Charlie with Jordan Davis yeah. Oh. Oh, my, another Charlotte native coming to join the Panthers. Yeah. He's 6'6", 6'6", 3'40". 6'6", 3'40". Well, the Panthers do need the help. 
I get, I, I'm not gonna argue with you about that because he definitely somebody needs to teach him how to be aggressive. Because I mean, this interior D line is just not good against the run, and it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. And then they need, we definitely need some help on the edge. Like, like you, you said you wasn't all that impressed with YGM. I'm not that impressed with him anymore either, because he didn't really do my thing. Uh, I like Morgan Fox, so I hope we keep him. But we do really do need some help on the edge because Hassan Reddick and Brian Burns, they're good pass rushers, but they get bullied in the run game. And then that, and that's why I was saying I like uh, N'Kobe Dean because he – I don't know about him. I, I haven't looked at that much at, at his film yet, but I've looked at a couple of his highlights, and he's pretty good in the run, and he's pretty aggressive. He's quick, too, when it comes to his reads, and he's a, he's a smart player. Um I read up. I read about him. Um, I forgot who. I forgot who. I, I forgot who had said it. But um, he says he's, or at least I'm saying he has Luke Keekley's uh, similarities because of what I read about him. And he, he's, he's a a student of the game. Yeah. Pretty much, he studies the game. He's pretty smart. He knows. He knows football. He the Buckets Award one. So, I think that'd be a pretty good linebacker for us to pick up. But. Are there any free agents you like, who who are there any big name free and free agents and free uh, are there any big names in free agency this year? Situation. Matt Rule's gonna be our head coach next year. So I'm gonna go fire myself. <laughs> Let from the people, Matt Rule, you are fired. He's been fired. Oh, there's some. You got Chandler Jones. We're probably not gonna pick him up. Nope. Christian Kirk, Zach Ertz. I wouldn't mind picking up Zach Ertz because we yeah. need a tight end. He do doesn't even have to be some phenomenal tight end, but we just need somebody. To hold down, they should not have traded. Uh, what's his name? Uh, what was the name of the guy we had that we traded to the Jaguars? Hey, I can't. Um, Dan Dan, Arnold. Yeah, Dan Arnold. We shouldn't have traded him. I really liked him. I came to a conclusion that why that why they giving Ian Thomas so much money? Why? Then he go to Temple too. I don't think so. Oh no, he went to Indiana State. I mean, he went to Indiana. I don't think Ian Thomas is gonna uh, get resigned. No, he's he's gonna, he's not gonna be on the team after this season. Tommy Tremble definitely will, but they just need to go ahead and make him a fullback. Yeah. Make him a fullback and use him like uh the, like they like we used to use Mike Tober. Yeah. If he can't yeah. tackle, I mean, he, I mean, he can't. Uh, he, Rock, he's he not a He's not a route runner. It's yeah. not it's not his thing. <laughs> They can run them short routes, like maybe a bubble or uh, or uh, a bubble screen or a uh, uh, what do you call them? A flat route or yeah, a drag. Yeah, yeah. like 
something like that. But I don't want them Going running deep. Yeah, but the reason I, I think I, I prefer him over Ian Thomas is because Ian Thomas is just too inconsistent. Like, we've seen him make some big, like, against the Vikings. He made that big play at the end of the game that um, helped us get to overtime. But at the same time, it's like, can we get a little, can we get that more often? And then he's also had some drops last season. Yeah. Uh -oh. I mean, my problem with, uh, I mean, I don't have no problem with Ian, but I just think we need more, we need a better consistency. Yeah. So, I mean, in that position. So, Ertz wouldn't really be a bad pickup. But, you know, I don't see us doing that. Probably not. Um, I think um, I'm not a big fan of James Conner, but he is going to be a free agent, and I think we do need some help at running back. And I don't think he's a terrible running back, so I, I think he'd be a no. good pickup. Uh, oh. Better than Chuba Hubbard. Mm, I don't know. That's debatable. That's debatable. And I like, I like, and I, he, I like. He probably has better balance. I don't like neither. I mean, I'm not a. I'm not a great fan of neither, but uh, I think I'd take my chances with you. Connor, Connor's inconsistent. Yeah. Just think about. I mean, but I'm not looking like I'm looking for a backup running back just in case we uh we need Christian to sit down. Like I'll still take Connor over. But he's still inconsistent. And just yeah. think about his seasons with the Steelers. Why you think they wouldn't have got Najee Harris? Oh yeah, but but that's the whole thing. Like I mean, he's a backup running back. Like you're not expecting him to be a consistent player, just a placeholder until our starter comes back, or a placeholder. Just like if our starter needs some rest, just have him in for a couple plays, and then take him back out. I rather I rather just save the money and give it to a rookie contract. Have it on the rookie contract. I mean, I wouldn't be mad about that. I, I ain't too stressed about the backup running back position. Um, what about uh, Jordan, is Jordan Hicks? Uh, um, no, he's not going. Uh, he's not a free agent, but they have him listed as a potential cut. But um, Jordan Hicks. Jordan Hicks is yeah. Is he from a, who? Uh, Cardinals. Is he a is he a pass rusher or he a, a regular? He's a regular linebacker. Okay, I wouldn't mind picking him up then. But I don't, I mean, Jordan Hicks is good, but he's got limitations as far as he he's not that great in coverage. See, but right now I'm not really like because even like if the pan we can uh, we didn't like that the Panthers got rid of Denzel Perryman. Denzel Perryman's not good in coverage. I'm just looking yeah, for a linebacker that can hold down the run game. He was. Thing with Denzel Perryman, he he would be there enough to make tackles. Yeah, but again, I'm just looking like we got Shaq. Who Shaq can play both. He he's pretty good in both coverage and against the run game. Mm -hmm. So I think we're fine in that department. We just need a linebacker that's not going to get bullied in the run game. Like Jermaine Carter Jr. didn't matter what if didn't matter if it was pass play or not. He was always getting bullied by an offensive lineman, and then somehow he just so happened. To be around the play after it was made by ten other people, so. 
Hey man, I really, really hope that they cut him. I mean, I ain't gonna say hope they cut him. I think this is the last year on his contract. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I hope they don't re-sign him. Um, and no, no, no shade to, no shade to, to Jermaine Carter, but this just wasn't for your Playboy. Yeah. Um, you was count, you was cash, you was writing checks your ass in cash. Hmm. Um, if you wasn't good, I ain't gonna say you wasn't good. You you should have been playing special teams, not being a starter. And we traded Denzel Perryman for you. Big mistake. Bad mistake. And Denzel Perryman was third in tackles this year. Oh, there's another notable defensive tackle that might be, or that's a free agent, Akeem Hicks. Oh, yeah, I'll take him. Mm-hmm. I'll take him. From Chicago, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'll take him. I'll take him. I'll be honest with you. At this at this point, I feel like we should just cut our losses with Derrick Brown. <laughs> Well, if we I do mean, that, then we are we have no defense tackles because we'll have to stick with Bravery on Roy because da- Daquan Jones is a I mean, free agent. And I'm I they might not resign him. I'm saying we, we cut our losses as far as we, we don't, we're not resigning him. We just go ahead and play him and we're going to pick up Hakeem. I mean, I, uh, Hakeem Hicks Hakeem and Hicks. deal with Bravery on Roy. No, um, no, I'm saying. Uh, Derek Brown, so we—I mean, we can't. I'm just saying, we're not re-signing him. Don't don't, don't re-sign him because what? No, Derek Brown's still on his rookie contract. Yeah, so I'm saying we're not. We already we already know what we're doing. We're not signing him. Oh, we after made, his after his contract is up. Yeah, we're not signing him. But what That's if what if Akeem Hicks lost. teach him the game and he starts playing a little better? What? Then we then we give him an extension for a year <laughs> to see what he does. No, to, matter, matter of fact, we I need you to lay off of Derek Brown. All right. Yeah, I'm sorry, brother. You, <laughs> you got to be better though, man. I mean, I'm not. I ain't playing the NBA, NFL, excuse me. But I played D tackle long enough to know you gotta be more productive. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta be. You supposed to be the one when you a defensive tackle. I'm. I never forget my first time I played defensive tackle. I was told you supposed to go in there and fuck shit up. That's it. And he don't do nothing. He don't do none of that. He stand there and dance at the line. Hey, can I come over there and play in your in your yard? That's all he yeah. does. Yeah, I mean that that's true. I'm I'm gonna blame it on coaching. Man. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna blame it on coaches. No, you can't blame uh, it. On let's coach. talk about Jadavion J- J- Clowney. I'm gonna right, need yeah, you to lay I'm off. I'm gonna say one more thing. <laughs> I'm gonna just say one more thing. You can't if you if you ain't if you don't got aggression, you can't teach aggression. That's why we had to let George uh, Greg Little go. You might be able to. Sometimes you just put the fear of God in somebody and they'll have it. I mean, it's got to be a lot of God, God fear in people for uh, <laughs> for Derek Brown to get it. I, I think if we bring in a guy like Akeem Hicks, he might be able to teach him. And I'm I, and then this is my this is my other thing with Derek Brown is because I try to give when they picked him that high, I said. Oh, he must go. He must go be productive. He must go. Like he gonna change. He gonna give us pressure. Change the game. You had one highlight play of the season that I remember, and that's when you got the sack versus in the in uh. When he about killed Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the only play I can think about, and that was like, and that the whole team was happy for you, and I'm like. 
And even 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 uh, Brian Burns like yeah man you know I felt good for Derrick Brown you know he ain't had no he ain't had no big plays. And I'd be damned if that was the only play I remember for the rest of the season. I think he alright. He just needs to get his stats up a little bit. That's you know, all. Man, the stats. If you ain't if you ain't gonna play go out there and play like your head on fire every game, then go sit down. Mm. You thought Aaron well, Donald right just now showed, the best we got. Aaron Donald just showed. How effective a defensive he ain't Aaron Donald though. He ain't Aaron Donald. He he went in the top ten. Aaron Donald went in the top fifteen. Well, unfortunately, so, you don't always draft an Aaron Donald. So, hey, we, this is just the hey, way the cookie crumbles. That just lets you know. That just lets you know that he 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 he's soft as toilet paper. Let's move on to some other players. Let's in. move on to some other notable free agents because you got Jadavion Clowney, Randy Gregory. I mean, we can go ahead and bring them down uh, back home to the Carolina. Dalton Schultz, Leighton Vander Esch, and Malik Hooker. All of those names are names that I wouldn't mind in a Panthers jersey next year. I say, if anything, if, this is how I look at it. If we don't get, if we, uh, what was I saying? If we're not going to get um, the safety in the draft, get Malik Hooker. Yes, please get Malik Hooker. Um, Should have done it last year. Bring, bring, uh, go ahead, we can get, we can bring Jadavion back to Carolina. And I think, because to be honest, I'm, be, I'm, I'm talking to you, Jadavion. Now you, you ain't been playing that well this, right now. So you should come on back to the Carolinas on a pay cut. Now I'm just saying, just rejuvenate your career. Yeah, you can go ahead back. You can go right back home to Rock Hill. That's like 30, 45 minutes where you already know. Cause I know that I seen you all the off season. You be partying in the city. I know. I know. Rock Hill is five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, I think what would be a really a great pickup for us is Dalton Schultz. Because yeah. he's a young, a good young tight end. He's a free agent. Nah, damn if you get him. He's a free agent. <laughs> he's a free agent. We just, if we give him the money, y'all ain't got him no more. Y'all got to deal with some other one. One thing about Teppanen, he rich, but he ain't no Jerry Rich, baby. He, he really he's richer. Does. Yeah, he richer. Y'all think so. Think right. so? We know so. <laughs> he's the richest owner in the league. He's the sixth uh, richest uh, man in the in the U.S. Yeah. Okay, keep on buying that. Jerry just got Jerry just got oil money. You better know it. He Something that never quit running. But but Wesley ain't got that hedge fund money. That's money. That's other people money. <laughs> that's other people money. <laughs> he used other people money to make his money. Yeah. So you know David Temple got it. I ain't gonna. I wouldn't take nothing from him. But he don't know how to run. He don't know how to run no football team. But he don't know a thing about football. Yeah, I don't even think he know anything about sports. <laughs> nah, Probably. To be not. honest. He now he one of them guys you know he know about he know about money. Yeah, he put the numbers together. Well, I own this team for ten years. Uh, mm-hmm. make this much money. But he owned another team before this, didn't he? He was a part of a uh, uh, minor- minority owner in the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. So back then he really had no say, but then. But he got that's how he got became the owner of the Panthers because they gave him a nod because he was the owner with the with the Steelers. It's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, he, you already you already cool with everybody. Oh yeah, we gonna bring you in. That'll do it for the Black and Blue Bloodline. My my name is Duke. I'm Fat Man Trey.
and thanks for listening.